Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Lara B. In July 2012. Where the theme was flashbacks. I have a long history with, like, tit trauma. Which... Like a lot of women have. We have body issues. Men. Men have bo- Brad Pitt has helped so many women because men now have body issues. So my friend's getting married, and apparently I have to wear a bra. And I found myself in a Debenhams in a cubicle with a very large, very breasty black woman, and she was manhandling my boobs because she was going to make that shit fit. And these, yeah, they're real, in case you wonder. So... Apparently, you have to move your boobs to a new location to be cool now. So I'm in there, and I get like one of those body memories, you know? It's like a DNA memory. And I remembered the last time I had a black woman manhandling my boobs. And it was a transvestite, and her name was Laquisha. And uh, yeah, and she was a, a fashion assistant. And a lot of trannies were fashion assistants back then in New York. And so she's manhandling my boobs because I'm a catalog model. And if you don't know what catalog modeling is, let me just quickly explain that in like the modeling world, it's like one step above a paper hat and a name tag, you know? Because let me tell you, because you probably think hand and foot models down low. If you're a hand model, you could do an ad for Chanel and you could end up in Vogue. But if you're a catalog model, you're standing there in a sundress with a poodle and a beach ball and you're not going to end up in Vogue. That's, no, that's like the bottom line, okay? So, and I know this in a very deep way because my mother's really tall and she's got these huge pendulous breasts and she's a real model. She did runway. She went to exotic locations. She went to Rome. She went to Paris. Me, I stand in front of a screen with a poodle and a beach ball with a transvestite taping silicone, (laughs) breast implants with industrial tape under my flat little nothing breasts so that I'm going to look right in front of a screen 
with an exotic location in Queens, not Whitestone. Queens is like Luton. Okay? So there I am, the daughter of a runway model with silicone strapped to me with industrial tape. Laquisha's there, the dog is there, the ball is there, the sundress is there. I'm in a warehouse in Queens. It's either hot or cold, it's never right. And they share the space. So you got a screen, and then you got a catalog model. Then you got a screen, and then you got a catalog model. So I'm standing there in my underwear. You know, like the panties that, that are like flesh tone, and nothing else but the tape and the tranny and the screen comes down, and the exotic location disappears, and behind it is about 35 boys my age doing like a tube sock ad, and they all laugh at me, at my boobs, and I'm horrified, and I've been doing it for 20 years, and I'm only 20 years old, and I'm fucking over it, and I picked up my clothes, I put my clothes on, and I left, I said, Laquisha, I'm a respectable human being, and I don't deserve to be treated like this. And I left, and I went to Miami to get my head together, because that's what you did. And I decided, well, I'm gonna stay in Miami, because now I'm in the exotic location on the screen. <laughs> Not completely stupid, right? So I get a cheap apartment, I gotta get a job, I got no skills. I can hold a beach ball. I get a waitressing job, because that's what you do when you have no skills, and you're a woman, and you have no tits. So I get my waitressing job, and it's at a place called Monty's. Monty's, it's, it's like a TJI Fridays kind of chain, but it's not a chain. There's only one. I didn't even care that I had to wear a dark blue collared polyester shirt that said Monty's and tan shorts that came down to here. It was a unisex uniform. And it was 95 degrees, hot. That uniform was hot. So we all stunk and we all worked like dogs. So, fifth day at work, Big Lori hired me. Big Lori worked her way up. She was a waitress, she worked her way up to manager. So like, I've got growth potential, okay? There's no growth potential in catalog modeling. And a guy at a table grabs my ass. Not like, you know, a pinch, like he grabbed my ass, and I didn't know what to do, because I was a kid. So I told Big Lori. I said, Big Lori, the blonde guy, table four, grab my ass. She said, okay, I'll take care of it. I said, all right, you're gonna take care of it, right? Because in New York, that means something. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. And then she, she, she disappeared for a while, you know, and she came back, and then she goes over to the table, and I'm like, oh, it's going down now. And I watch her and they have a chat and a laugh. And then she goes to the bar and then she gets a beer. Then she goes back to the table and they have a chat and a laugh and she leaves them with the beer. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm confused. What the fuck just happened? And he picks up the beer and he looks around the room and he sees me standing over by the waitress station in my hot polyester ugly fucking uniform. And he raises the beer and he laughs and he winks. And then he did that tongue thing and I was like, oh, motherfucker. Did not do the tongue. So I went over to Lori, and I said, uh, hey, I don't know what happened, 
but it looks like you bought him a beer for grabbing my ass. What's up? She said, go back, go back to the waitress station. It's not your table anymore. Rebecca is going to take care of it. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I went back to the waitress station in my hot ass polyester uniform, and I'm standing there, and I'm getting mad. And I said, fuck this. I'm not putting up with this. So I grabbed my purse from under the waitress station, and I walked into the middle of the room where all the moms and the children were eating, five-year-olds eating for free, and they're all there, everybody, and he can see me too. And I make sure I'm in his sight, so I want him to see this. And I say, Lori, I am a respectable woman, and I deserve to be treated as such. I quit. Yeah, took the polyester shirt off all dramatically. And I threw it, you know, threw it on the ground. And I stormed out of that restaurant. And I'm in the parking lot. And I realized that I didn't have anything on under the uniform. Because <laughs> it was polyester and it was hot. And I was standing in the parking lot. But you know what? I hadn't thought about it in years. But when I was standing in that cubicle and that woman was manhandling my tits, I thought about it because I remembered it. And I realized something really important. That was a turning point in my life because you know what? I realized that you don't just get respect. You got to earn it. And I, I was young. I didn't really know that. So I was like, all right, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I went to school. I didn't have an education. I went to school. I got an education. I got scholarships. I went to Harvard. Graduated. I went to Smith. It's a women's college with a Y. I studied feminist literature. I met Gloria Steinem. I met her, and I immediately menstruated. <laughs> no, that's a true story. And I was empowered. And I grew up. I got a job. But it was a turning point. I'm going to tell you why. And I want all the women in the audience to pay very close attention because this is, this is really important. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't become anything you want to become by whipping your tits out in public because it ain't fucking true. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna H. With audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.